The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome to my brother, my brother, me and advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm your sweet baby brother, 30 under 30 media luminary, Griffin McElroy. All right, then, listen. What? <laughs> oh, Justin. All right, then, listen. Oh, juice. I got a soundboard. Yeah, so that's going to yeah. be a new thing that the ruins or maybe finalizes the sort of concept of this show. Okay. You know, is people it- <laughs> have said what what I wish I wish that my brother, my brother and me was more like an early two thousands like morning drive time radio show. And we have the pest in there too. Now Oh, that's a lot of the past. I, I would love. I would actually prefer these to be like short, sort of uh, yelps or barks, and not uh, extended clips of the past. Not the entirety of the not past. the entirety of the. You don't have a button map to the entirety of the past. I'm hoping. I like to. Okay. okay, so you All do right. have a button map to the entirety of the. Yeah, pest. that's the entirety of the past, just for that. And one what did button. you when you knew when you were programming? By the way, special thanks to Roman Mars ninety nine percent invisible for sabotaging our show by showing Justin how to do this. Um, I'm assuming that's where you gleaned this particular... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, When you were programming in your board and you put in the entirety of the Pest intro, the hit John Leguizamo feature film, um, what did you think the use case for that was going to be like what did you think was going to be the time of the show like if where? we started talking about it i could just like start playing it but then wow that's a, remember to but stop it's a little playing bit it of an Ouroboros, isn't it justin an Ouroboros, yeah if you will, where it's like you started playing it so that we would talk about the intro and then you're like oh the intro you mean this All right, then listen. so it's listen. Kind of, it's kind of like a john leguizamo causal loop is what yeah. you've established here now i did put Inspired by you last night, Griffin, I did put something on here oh, that oh, I kind of thought you would oh, please. talk about. Please. I thought you would talk please about Please hit it. it. What? Okay, do you want the intro or no intro? Just hit, don't, no intro. I put my hand inside a toilet. Oh, oh thank you, Justin. What? You, you, you heard it. Maybe one more. I put my hand inside a toilet. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> what is this? I mean, this show's going to be... Please Just stop. explain. Yeah. I'm going to stop it. Now, explain to Travis what he's just heard. I mean, I don't think it's the kind of thing that plays just by hearing it, but it made me personally very happy. There's a company called Brain Power Media that makes a bunch of really great films, as far as I can tell, including Best Friend from Heaven in which Chris Christopherson voices a dog who dies but then comes back from the dead to help his owners plan a wedding. Uh-huh. Um, and then there's a, a movie <laughs> called the, a, a Witch's Ball in which a man gets on stage and sings a beautiful song about how he put his hand inside a toilet. And so all of that is... Ext- 
Yeah. Like that. Like that. What, what, what does it sound like? Because I was talking over. I put my hand inside a toilet. Yes. So that's the song I put my... Okay, and then stop it because it's so loud. It's very loud. And uh, this show's not going to be a thing people can consume for entertainment anymore, I think, maybe. Like, it's becoming more avant-garde uh-huh. in a way, which maybe... More experimental. Yeah, so maybe we'll get talk- talked about on all the big art blogs. Every frame of painting's going to come out of retirement. Yeah. I don't know much about the Beatles, but this is probably like our Revolver or our Sgt. Pepper period. Yeah, the McRoys have changed what it means to podcast because podcasting used to be a thing that people could enjoy. Yeah, and it is... Yeah. Oh, no! Okay. Yeah. And no, now the McRoy brothers are challenging you to just try to enjoy their show. Just yeah. try it. And it's a lot like Revolver in that it feels like we are trying to shoot our listeners' ears off mm-hmm. with right. a, a, yes. a, like a gun made of bad audio, like a bad yes. audio experience. So, like a love yes. gun made of bad audio, just to tie back in the kiss connection. So maybe we put the soundboard inside a toilet. Uh-huh. And, okay. And flush it down to sewer hell. So we kind of want to do some old school Mabim Bam. Without the soundboard, yeah. We got a lot of stuff for you tonight. You don't mind if we go way back to old school kids, do ya? Okay, so there is some, now, I, now I'm starting to turn around on the soundboard because there is some <laughs> topical stuff on there. Some topical humor, yeah. Okay, I'm done. Well, oh, you must have just in your elbow that brushed, brushed up. I brushed. Yeah, I brushed a button on there. Okay, so I'm going to need you to set the soundboard. That was a lot of fart noise. What's sad, Justin, is now we've used up all, our whole fart noise budget. For the I don't know how we're going to get through a show. Yeah, we actually have to, use to dip into our 2018 fart noise budget. Uh, so this is My Brother, My Brother, and Me. We, it's a advice show for the modern era. Uh, we're kind of out of the advice thing and more sort of focused on this soundboard <laughs> currently. So, uh, but we're definitely gonna, to, to help some people, because oh, that's wait. what we're here. Before we start what? on the thing, Griffin, did you want to share your, you had an idea for the next year slogan that I really liked? Yes, I got a letter in the mail, uh, and the letter in the mail had a suggestion for a slogan for 2018, and I wanted to pitch it here. Um, I feel good about enough about this one, by the way, that I am I'm almost ready to forgo the usual pitch session. Well, we should no, we should, talk, we should talk about it. We should You're talk right. about it. We should talk about it, but it's something to stew on because I don't know if it's the healthiest. I'm all about the health. Anyway, uh, Landon and Justin suggested twenty slates clean. Right, twenty slates clean. And now let's talk about it because I, Do I we worry need the possessive. I, I worry. I'm not sure we need that twenty slate clean could be good. I worry that people are going to think that we are, there have been a lot of full-blown creeps and freaks, creepazoids and freakazoids, been coming out of the woodworks this year. And I don't want 20 Slate Clean to sound like we are, um, we are, we are forgiving and forgetting in any way. But I worry that people could interpret 20 Slate Clean to mean that. I just. Ah, Yes. I now, our freakazoids, we're still down. We're so happy to have you on the show. Creepazoids. Creep, you're right. I misspoke. The, to, cre- creepazoids to the back, please. <laughs> please you know what? Creepazoids, creepazoids please. You can just go ahead and go. You, you can go like, ahead and go. You're excused. Now, get now, the fuck out. Now, freakazoids, don't you move a muscle. Yeah. Because y'all are here, y'all fact, are here with up. us. Scoot up. Scoot don't on touch up, that dial. It's got that jam on it, and it's got the nasty jam that you like. <laughs> freakazoids. Um, 
But I think I'm also not sure about 20 Slate Clean because I don't know that I want to uh, establish a motto that is as sort of centered around like, boy, this was a bad year. Next year's the one. Because I feel like maybe we thought 2016 was like, oh, boy, well, at least 2016's over. And then 2017 was sort of a bad sequel in a way. You know what I mean? So I don't want it to be like, leave it behind. I want it to be it, like, fucking mount, uh, like, regulators mount up. What What's so messed up is that it turned out that 2017 what turned out to be 2013, dig it up. Yeah. So, like, we just got the year off by, like, three years. This year we dug up a lot of dirt. We There's yeah. a like, lot of dirty dirt. Just when you thought you'd hit, hit bedrock, you'd hit it again. And it was just more hard, crumbly dirt. Yeah, you thought it was bedrock, but it was actually new kinds of terrible dirt. <laughs> just that hadn't even been invented yet. So I like the, the phonetically 20 slate clean. It sounds great. I just don't know. I, I, I don't want to. I'm not settled on it because I don't know that it's necessarily. Wanna yeah. Wanna I was on taking it. it more of like a personal starting fresh, you know, not like forgive and forget, but for yourself, like allow yourself this period of Phoenix like. But, 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 but that's pro- tw- it, a good year title should not need a, 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 a parenthetical. Yeah. All like, of us have had parenthetical. And also, twenty like, uh, serpentine zag on him. Uh, that was a sub twenty thirteen. <laughs> dig it up, like that was a subtitle to Im- to increase the power of it, not to codify that it doesn't apply to, to uh, also. To I don't. I don't want a fresh start for everybody because I feel like if one good thing came out of twenty seventeen, it's that we got fucking hard. Like we got. You you had to get hard to get through yeah. 2017, and I'm not re- I'm not ready to get. I, I it would be bad for us to give up that chitin that we've developed after the waves of fucking garbage have crashed against our shores for you know two calendar years now. I I, I feel like tough something about like just fucking need, polish that armor. We need a rhyme that rhymes with like something that represents no surrender. <laughs> like something no like twenty, yeah, no right? Twenty blade, Relentless. twenty blade teen, and it's just like get <laughs> strapped with a big yeah. sharp sword. Maybe this is the, maybe this is the year that we all become sword people. Listen, yeah. we got another. We're still in the candle night spirit. We do not. We have plenty of time to think about what the theme for next year is going to be. True, true. There's probably something with skating. We just have to figure it out. Um, skating. Uh, but uh, right now we're going to get into the questions. Okay. Uh, and I have to use the bathroom. I'll be right back. Oh well, how are we going to do the questions? If and could you at least press some buttons on the soundboard to? He's okay, gone. He's gone. Griffin, we should just uh, pitch other like subtitles and let people come up with the rhymes for us. Mm. Like I like mount up, mount up. If we mount can get up some, makes me psyched, right? If we can find some kind of rhyme that's like twenty something something, mount up twenty plate teen, and it's like plate mm. armor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is nothing. Nope. Twenty. Let's go to rhymezone.com. Yes. Checkmate teen. Checkmate teen no. It doesn't it doesn't quite go. Twenty weight teen be poised to strike. Twenty weight teen. Twenty weight teen poised to strike. Ooh, I like that. And it just means like keep your fucking head on the swivel. Mount up. Mm-hmm. What about twenty don't wait teen? And it's like <laughs> 
No day but today. 2018. Don't wait for your, <laughs> for your chance to, to strike. Um, what about, have you guys done 2018 Unstoppable? Like, Ooh, a, freight, like, a, freight like a freight train? train? <laughs> Let's do some questions. So a few days ago, right after my parents had gotten home, from what, I don't know, we're in media res, uh, two guys in a truck drove to, up to our house and asked us if our neighbor's Christmas lights were public. I didn't think much of it at first, but my mother is convinced this is a tactic they were using to scout our house. After thinking about it, I myself also now believe we are going to be burgled. Are we? That's from Worried in West Virginia. What on God's green earth does that mean? Okay, so as I understand... No, okay, so this is based on my uh, annual watching of... Um, the American Scream, which is the the movie about uh, it's a documentary about people who decorate their houses for Halloween. It's extremely good um, if you have not seen it's it. It's extremely good. It's requ- maybe the best Halloween movie, right behind a witch's ball. But but the, one of the characters in there does a map of Christmas lights in or, sorry Halloween decorations in the area, and so he goes and asks people like, "Is it okay if if they have a big display?" He adds them to this map, but he asks them. Like it, for permission before he adds them to the Halloween lights map, the Halloween decoration map, right? I so do like the idea of Halloween this lights. Is like, yeah, it's beautiful. Um, like just beautiful black lights. Um, everybody walks down the street, like going jogging. It's like, is that come? <laughs> I see it in the Halloween black lights. Good. But okay, Justin, good. Justin, but what I, what I'm saying is that he is suggesting like. Is it? It is a wild distinction to make, but is is it? Is your light for you? Can I look at these? Can I look at these people? bad boys? But he's asking that these these two people are asking a neighbor, like, "Hey, do you think it's cool if we add your well, neighbors?" Well, who better? They can't approach the house, Travis, with the Christmas lights on it without looking at the ding dang thing, and they are right. not. They don't want to do that if it's not for public. And what are you? Hey, you get away from here! This is for my kids. What they what they're asking is when you look at your neighbor's Christmas lights, how do they react? Yeah, do they shoo you away and throw a big no. sheet over it? It's not for you. It's for little Dylan. For <laughs> make his Christmas magical, you're using up all the magic with your foul eyes. Do you guys ever think about when you watch Home Alone, like how in our now modern age, how Home Alone could like never happen in basically every way, start to finish? Oh yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Like because I put like, up a video doorbell, and I was like, okay, yeah, this would stop him right there. Also, how would Kevin make this doorbell electrocute people? It's just a video thing. Yeah, or you know, Kevin, Pe- Kevin Pesci. Jesus Christ, we cannot record this podcast this early in the morning anymore because I just said Kevin Pesci out loud. And I don't know who that is. Joe Pesci's brother? <laughs> You've just doxed someone. <laughs> He's do- doxed a, a perfectly the unassuming real Kevin Pesci. From Spokane. Kevin Pesci hacks your nest cams, sees all the damn traps. And yeah. then that's that's it. That's all there is to it. Or um, you just like FaceTime Kevin from France or wherever, and you're just like, hey, sorry we left you there. You cool? All right. Bye. Um, Be, be cool, kid. So... I mean, the alternative is that they were casing the joint. Oh, absolutely. You've got to be constantly. Every time the the FedEx comes and delivers my Blue Apron box, I know they're also like, as long as I'm here, I'm going to see where the valuables are, which is why I'm always, every time anybody 
steps near my house, I got to rearrange where my valuables are, and I got to rearrange where all the traps are. Yep. <laughs> so annoying. And it's so annoying because I don't remember where the damn traps are, and I got to send Rachel the map, and then, you know, Henry's play zone. I, sometimes a trap ends up there, and we have to figure that out, and it gets very complicated because he loves the traps because they look very fun, <laughs> like fun toys. Uh, one of them's made out of a balloon, but the balloon's full of horrible, you know, human-dissolving acid. Um, and so we got to remember <laughs> balloon preserving human dissolving acid, right? And so we have well, to humans and balloons are made out of different stuff. Justin, yeah, read, a book. read one book, and so got to remember which ones are the death balloons and which ones are the fun balloons for babies. Let's and, you see. Know, here's the thing, Griffin. People will say that you're being too cautious, but you've never been robbed. So never been robbed because yeah. of all my they. I put up a sign also in front of my house that says "Great traps inside." Move them around constantly, so don't even try bother. To case the joint, Kevin Pesci. I feel like Occam's Razor, if they were casing um, houses, they would probably come up with a, a patter that is less uh, baffling. Mm. They would probably have sort of a straight line, yeah. like, do you need us to clean your gutters or something that is not like inventing this whole idea of public Christmas Or lights. like, hey, here's a here's your blue apron box, and you say, huh, thanks, and you take it inside, you sit down in the kitchen, you go to use the John or the Lou, and then Joe Pesci pops out of the blue apron box, steals all of your things. Where'd my Xbox One go? Damn it, Joe. Damn, Joe. And also, where's all my pre-portioned ingredients I can use to make home-cooked meals? <laughs> Damn it. I got double robbed. I don't have an Xbox to play Crash Bandicoot and all of my food from the Blue Apron's gone. What you am I gonna make sure. What am I gonna eat when I don't play Crash Bandicoot? You gotta make sure that your Blue Apron box does not contain any live Joe Pesci's. Every time I get a Blue Apron box, I run my sword through it. You got to. Yeah, just to make sure. Because he's going to eat all of your ding-dang fresh cilantro first. Yeah. And that's irritating. you got to go to the store to replace da- that. Daniel Stern doesn't even take the food out. He just rubs his nasty body all over it. And so you don't, you're like, my Xbox is gone, but at least my food's here. Cook it up. Yum, yum. Eat it. Wait a minute. This tastes like Daniel Stern's nasty body. Shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Daniel Stern's hair post- the events of Home Alone 1 is, is, I think... Oh, uh, I just uh, thought about tasting Daniel Stern's hair. I just thought about getting a big mouthful of that dude's head, and I... Oh, gosh. Blue Apron almost never has Daniel Stern's hair, Stern's hair in it. Almost no, never. That's a Blue Apron almost guarantee. <laughs> Statistically speaking, I've never gotten Daniel Stern's hair in my in my Blue Apron box. It says it right there on the box. Ninety nine point nine 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 percent free of Daniel Stern's hair. Now we do want to be clear. It's mostly for Blue Apron. We're not talking about a single strand of blue of of Daniel Stern's hair. It's a lot of. It, it would be a lot of hair to get it to register <laughs> on the on their their sensors. It needs to be a considerable amount of Several Daniel Stern's thick hair. Thick well, you have, have, you have to assume you have to cut. put that warning on there, but then one box showed up just yes. completely full of nothing yeah. but Daniel Stern's hair. If you're portioning out goat cheese, you gotta assume some of Daniel Stern's hair is gonna get in there. Yeah. I mean, that's just the reality. Well, and of, that's of, true of everything. Like everything you, yes. you buy from the store, uh, when you get a soda at McDonald's, peanut what, butter, all of it has some amount. Some Stern in it. I'm, take a deep breath. <gasps> There's some Daniel Stern in there. Right. I, I think it was Carl Sagan who said, we are all made of Stern stuff. Yes. Uh, how about a uh, Yahoo? I'd love that. I'd love that. It felt like we had reached the logical conclusion of the Daniel Stern jokes. 
Abigail Lovett sent this one in. Thank you, Abigail. It's Yahoo Answers user Conquer the King, who asked. Can I just say, just a side note, it always makes you really happy when there's a new name of someone mm-hmm. who like sent it. Like, I don't think I've ever heard Abigail's name before. And it's nice to know that there's like new well, Yahoo good. soldiers. Listen, I'm very thankful for the great Yahoos that everybody sends in week to week. And I hope nobody takes takes the uh, recurring people It's a, it, it, who, who send them in, like getting on the show all the time. It is an art form. It's, it is an art form to find these uh, trash bags, but not just trash bags, trash bags that perfectly sort of fit the the tone and nature of our show. Um, yes. But Abigail Lovett has done some great work here because Conquer the King asks, why is Paul McCartney stingy? By stingy, I mean, why is he so greedy with his music to the point that he isn't letting people play the Beatles songs on YouTube? I know he has a right to his music, just like all artists. However, being that the songs are a beloved classic that is over 40 years old, he shouldn't be greedy that people love his music so much they are willing to want to listen to it. Yeah. He should be like other artists do, which is be grateful that people listen to his music and stop being so stingy, Paul McCartney. Yeah. And this is not something I believe, and I need to go ahead and say that out loud because the streaming music industry has pretty much decimated the music industry, as far as I understand it, and that's no good. And people, artists are completely entitled to receiving compensation for the hard work that they do and pay an artist, quit expecting them to do everything for free. But I, I don't know why Paul McCartney won't let the great Beatles music be on YouTube. Let it be, you know? Just let it be, you know? Eight days a week, let me listen to it. Help me I'm not, listen to I'm not saying all artists I have a problem with them. Just Paul McCartney. Just Paul McCartney is every time, hey, excuse me? I You try to hide it, right? And it's like, here's a fun clip of my family barbecue, but really paperback writers in there. And mm-hmm. Paul McCartney, somehow, no matter how hard you try to bury... The Beatles' music, his music, these are my songs. He knows. Yeah, and at and he, this point, it's just like, Paul, can't you just be happy that people like, like, what are you trying to do? Make money off of your music? Come the on. The songs are so old, Paul. And beloved. People like them. Isn't that enough for you? Isn't that, can't you use that? They're so old, Paul. Come Paul's just like, Paul's just sitting on his throne made of money. And I'm uh-huh. trying to listen to these. I can't stress this enough. Super old songs. <laughs> and you're lucky that I'm even listening to your old Thanks. music. Because I should be listening to new, hot, top 40 jams. But instead, I'm listening to your ancient scrawlings, Paul. That it was record- That was recorded with, like, a bird pecking on stone. Oh, to, yeah. Like, yeah, I know. And, and, Albert, and, like, Edison, Thomas Edison, like, looked up from the, you know, gramophone and gave him a thumbs up. He's like, coming out great, Paul. You Every know? time I listen to a song that's older than 10 years old, which at this point encompasses a lot of the Black Eyed Peas body of work, I get this <laughs> dusty taste in my mouth. Mm-hmm. And the Beatles music's so old that I listen to, you know, back in the USSR, and I'm just like, oh, oh God, it's so old. It's you're a lucky song about I'm, a place that doesn't even exist anymore. You're, you're lucky I, I'm listening to your old music. I bought a Beatles album, 
and I Brag. immediately, of course, opened it up and upturned it to see all the web exclusive content uh-huh. behind the scenes footage that was going to fall out of it. And do you know how much did fall out of this record? None. What? Mm. There, yeah, I was like, I was like scouring it looking for some sort of Twitter handle on it that I could use to like thank them for the music and complain about the price. And there wasn't a single one. Like, do you want, like, where is the hashtag? Do you want me to tweet about this record or not? Because I'm not going to just make one up. Justin, how many YouTubers were like partnered with them on certain songs and like featuring like some 12 year old YouTuber? Like there was a lot of that though, right? Here's the thing, Trav, it's going to bug you out. But um, uh, uh, unless Eleanor Rigby is like some hot tuber that I have not heard of before, uh-huh. I don't think it had like any YouTube people. Wait, at what? all? Yeah, you heard. How they get people listen? I don't know. I mean, I felt like it was kind of an act of charity on my behalf. Yeah, like reinforcing <sighs> I went, the narrative. I went to a record store. Which is basically like a retirement home for music, if you really think about it. And I picked up um, Paul's album, the fun titled one that's like Dr. Pepper's Fun Time Jamboree. Mm-hmm. T- took it home to put it in my record player, opened it up, two bats flew out of it. Old this old music, guys. It's and now it's a dangerous public health hazard because the bats, bats. the yeah. bats fly into my traps, and then they're deactivated. And now I have now I have holes in the in the reinforcements that the the you know the blue apron thieves are absolutely going to know about. Like we don't pay Shakespeare when you do Shakespeare shows. Shakespeare's not like getting on YouTube like let me see who's quoting Hamlet in their like product trying videos. Come on, Paul McCartney, you're basically Shakespeare. You're both British, I think. Come yeah. on, yeah, the Beatles, Paul McCartney. Who do you think you are, Shakespeare? Uh, it's a bit of a stretch. You're a little yeah. full of yourself, a little high on the horse a little bit, Paul. 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 I did like your Halo song. <laughs> the song you did for the Halo game that wasn't quite Halo was great. But Paul- very good. And again, artists should be paid for- I feel like I have to say this like 10 times. Artists should be paid for their time and energy. Yes, absolutely. 100%. All of them. Don't steal stuff. Pay people to do designs for you. Pay people to do music for you. Just not Paul McCartney. But Paul McCartney can be a little stingy sometimes when uh, the Beatles' great music- And by great, I mean like really old, but good in like the old way where you're like- you know, you watch an old movie or you hear old songs. It's like, ah, I see what you're going for. It's there still- needs to be like a Christmas carol where like three ghosts appear to Paul McCartney and they're like, hey, just let people use your music, Paul. And all music is good when you only view it or listen to it through the lens of like, well, clearly it's not like Black Eyed Peas good. But the Black Eyed Peas have 40 years of like extra learnings. That they use to make their great music. And so it's, I, I think the number one lesson that Black Eyed Peas taught us was don't put a year number in your song. Mm, right. Because then maybe 10 years later, 2008 won't be so new and fresh and impressive. Sort of like the Ruben Stuttered hit, This Is My Sorry for 2004. Oh, uh, don't and you think Ruben kicks himself right in the shorts for not waiting gosh, another 13 it. years on that one? <laughs> gosh darn it. Um, how about another question? Yes, I just pay got artists, hired to pay artists for the time. Pay I artists. just got hired, just not Paul McCartney. I just got hired at a law firm 
next summer uh, for next summer. And the head partner invited me to a holiday dinner party with the rest of the firm's employees. The problem is I have to order my meal in advance. My choices of protein are crab cakes, chicken, or filet mignon with sides of sweet potato fries, scalloped potatoes, or green beans. How is this at all a problem? This sounds dope. How is this at all an issue? This will, let me fin. Okay, listen. All right, then listen. God. Uh, this will be my first interaction with the firm, and I'm worried that picking the filet will come off too pretentious. Mm-hmm. What should I choose? The steaks, thank you, have <laughs> never been higher. Oh, my God. Okay, from, Griffin, look at this, though, right? Wait. Oh. All right, then listen. That's from Perplexed in the Clean Plate Club. Wow, Overtalk's going to get way better on this show if Justin has a punishment button. <laughs> which is yeah. Paul Stanley yelling at us to listen. What we've got here Toronto! is- like, Toronto! Oh, well, that one's not applicable, Justin, yeah. so I would- I hit the wrong button. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we've got a logic puzzle here, right? Mm-hmm. You have three protein options- and you have you to get them across the river, but you only have one yes. raft. The crab cakes will eat the filet mignon. And you have three side options. And there is a right combination that will get you promoted before you even start working. Oh, there. shit. Right? But okay. if you say crab cakes and green beans are like crab cakes, this is a young man uh, who dreams of the sea. He's not going to focus on his job. And you're like, oh, I want chicken and scalloped potatoes. And it's like, ah, he thinks... He's a simple man with simple desires. He has no <laughs> he has no dreams. He has no aspirations. And if you're like, I want filet mignon and sweet potato fries, then it's like, oh, la-di-da. Look at Mr. High and Mighty Filet Minion over here, right? I, yeah, he must like is, the Minion movies. He's a child. Right. Uh, it's bad all around. I would like to suggest, okay, let's all have our ideal combination. Here oh, is I've got what it. I, I, here's what I would like to suggest. Um, green beans and then... Right in at the bottom, I will bring my own meat Ooh. because that's somebody who is worried about the bottom line, has sort of like culinary prowess because they they are willing to like cook their own food and bring it along, and it's somebody who uh uh never you know never wants to do things the, by the company line. They want to think, think their the own, bun. Think think outside the bun. Thank you, Travis. None of these foods have buns. Well, it's all a of metaphor. these all of these foods are outside of the bun. Now, Justin, that only works if you can, if your dish you bring and you lift the little metal cover off of it and it is more impressively cooked and plated than what has been served. Oh, shit, fucking, uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, uh, choose my own meal because I brought my own Gordo. And then Gordon Ramsay's like, I wish you wouldn't call me that. And you're like, I can call you whatever the fuck I want to call you, Gordon Ramsay. That's maybe the biggest power play that you have available to you. And that, you yell at Gordon Ramsay till he cries? If you can make Gordon Ramsay cry at this Christmas party, first of all, Gordon wants to be back in, in the UK with his family during Christmas time. So you know that you're going to impress them because they're like, wow, what's he got on Gordon Ramsay that he is able to pull him away from his beautiful family? Um, my suggestion is this. You get, the okay. filet, you get the filet mignon with a side of filet mignon. Ooh. And then you say two things. I'm hungry for advancement. You don't say that second part, but they'll know. And then you also say, I'm eating two filet mignons because I'm going to work twice as hard as any of these other bastards. You say all that. You do say all that part out loud. This actually goes along with what my Kobayashi Maru, which was you just check all of them. Uh, Okay. 
Okay. I will have the filet mignon with crab cakes and chicken on top and a side of sweet potato fries mixed with scalloped potatoes and mixed with green beans. Thank yeah. you very much. Oh, yeah. Or, because wait, the summer is a long time away, and you might not even get that job, yeah. but you'll have eaten the equivalent of three free meals. Oh, I see. Sort of a grift situation. Mark, Could you- mark them all and then write at the bottom... Please donate mine to hungry orphans. Oh. And they'll be like, oh, wow. Wow, that's a big play. Or you bring your own big bowl and you mush them all up into <laughs> just one big nasty mess. And then you eat that with your hands. And then the boss is like, I like his style. I'll have You'll that just, too. Yeah. And pretty just, soon. Can I have some of your nasty mess? Only if you make <laughs> me the boss. Okay. Yes. Write it, just write a little note on the card. Please provide table blender. Yeah. Because uh-huh. you'll, you'll want definitely want that. Ahead Ooh, of time. Just write in dealer's choice. <laughs> that is turn, the worst. Turn possible. that choice right back on them. That is the, the dealer's choice will be no food. You get nothing because they are not going to bother with that. Mm, that's true. Don't mark a protein, but next to green beans, write seven and see if you can get a seven times. <laughs> huge, huge. Green beans. green beans X7. People Can, are going to remember that guy. You should boy. You should call your boss and say, I had a quick question. What are green beans? <laughs> <laughs> are these beans that you have dyed green in some way? Um and Mark then, Mark sweet potato fries and steak, but next to green beans, put a question mark. Green beans? <laughs> And then their boss will be like, well, green beans are these fun little pods full of these small, weird, nasty beans. And you say, okay, I've learned that. And now you've shown that you are quick to learn, ready for advancement, ready mm-hmm. to go. I, I Maybe just mark out the green on green beans and then mark that. So I want some beans. Of a different, whatever sort of variety you can you can dig up in the kitchen. Yeah, and write in, mark it out, and then write in uh, scalloped sweet beans, scalloped, scalloped sweet, sweet beans, beans with chicken delicious. with chicken cakes. You figure it out. I'm a fussy dude, and I need chicken cakes, or else I'm gonna cry at the party. Turn it into sort of a logic flow. So next to chicken, write if tenders, yes. If no. Proceed to next option, and then you just have like a sort of a flow chart to really make it as complicated Cra- as possible. Crab cakes, shows... what frosting? Yeah, right. <laughs> With butter, buttercream, please. Uh, Could you do, just say, "I'll, I'll pick." To find out what your boss is getting, this is actually a great thing. Find out what your boss is getting and get the exact same thing, or get something different. And then at the party, you sit down next to your boss. This is so important, and you say, "Splitsies." Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because he wanted all those options. He definitely has also Ooh. struggled with this. And then insist on paying half the check for the whole table. And they'll <laughs> keep saying, like, no, this is bi- the whole the business is paying for it. And you keep saying, like, are you sure? Because I'll, I'll cover it. This one could be on me. It's like, you haven't mind. even started working here. And you're like, okay. But you, like, really keep being insistent. But if at any point, <laughs> there is a ripcord here. If at any point, the boss is like, okay, cool. You're like, no. <laughs> No, I was shoot. lying. I don't well, have. A I guess job I don't. Yet. I don't get the job. That's a lot. Don't, That's far too much money. Don't mark any food, but at the bottom, make an option for lots of overdue paperwork. 
And so when everybody else is eating and just like the beef juice is dribbling down their chin, you'll be like hammering it away at all the shit Kathy left for the new year. Mm. And you're going to be the one making everybody else look lazy. And you'll be the one digging the company out of the red and hoisting them by yourself into the black. Um, is that good? It's red is bad. Uh, black no one is good. quite knows. Man, I'm what fucking about, hungry. Should we treat ourselves to a visit to the money zone to fill our 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 wallet bellies? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't eat money, but sure. I mean, I do. First up this week is Bowl and Branch. Do you like to sleep? I like how you said that. Thanks, Trav. I tried to put a good positive energy behind it. Bowl and if you, Branch. Branch. Uh, if you like to sleep, and I bet you do, um, you don't need to spend a fortune to get that beloved slumber. Uh, you can uh, you can check out Bowl and Branch. They're crafted from uh, their sheets. Should start oh, okay. there. Yeah, thank you. Uh, they're crafted from 100% organic cotton. And they feel incredible and look amazing. Uh, the 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 New York Times and Forbes rave about them, and three U.S. presidents have them. So depending on which ones that's referring to, that could be really great or try or for, quite or quite bad if it's one of or, the nasty prezies. Or, or maybe not something you want to brag about. Uh, they're in their coffins. Uh, try them for 30 nights and see for yourself. If you're not impressed, you can return them for a full refund. Justin, can I ask you a question? Anything. Is Bolin Branch just sheets? Um, No, Travis. They have other shit. Whoa. So go to bullandbranch.com today <laughs> and you'll get $50 off your first set of sheets plus free shipping when you use the promo code MYBROTHER. That's $50 off plus free shipping right now at bowlandbranch.com. They make That's great spelled, gifts. They make great gifts. They make great sheets. Spelled B-O-L-L and branch.com. Promo code MYBROTHER. And uh, go go get that for yourself because you deserve it. Bowling Branch promo code bowlingbranch.com promo code my brother. I also want to tell you about Blue Apron. We talked about them a lot and we've had a lot of fun here. But odds are like heavily in your favor that Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern aren't gonna hop out of a blue apron box and steal your Xbox. And odds if are- they do, if they do, Blue Apron will will buy you a new xbox it doesn't say that in the bullet points but i have to believe that just standard human decency will sort of step in here um but they deliver fresh pre-portioned ingredients and step-by-step recipes right to your door and all those meals can be cooked in under 45 minutes and the menu changes every week based on what's in season and it's designed by blue aprons and house culinary team i'm a big fan of of blue apron because i uh when i moved to austin i like literally basically had never cooked anything that wasn't frozen um and blue apron taught me how to cook and it's a it's a very valuable life skill that i am very grateful for um all the ingredients are high quality they send only non-gmo ingredients and meat with no added hormones and right now blue aprons treating my brother my brother my brother my brother what's their podcast my brother mm-hmm. my brother and me listeners to their first three meals a 30 dollar value with your first order if you visit blueapron.com slash my brother so check out the, this week's menu and get 30 bucks off with free shipping at blueapron.com slash my brother. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Trap, you want to read this uh, message? I sure do. Garth Brooks is the number two selling artist in the U.S. But do you know anyone who's listened to a whole Garth album? 
Insane Clown Posse has dedicated fans, but do you know anyone who's heard a single ICP song? Join Cameron and Nathan in listening to artists that many people dismiss. It's a podcast called Think Outside the Box Set. Equal parts investigative journalism, cultural criticism, and dick jokes. Well, I mean, it's a podcast, so. Yeah. Check out boxset.website. It's a real URL. Or search for us on podcast, uh, okay, or your preferred podcatcher. I think iPod, iPod what did it cut Apple? Off? I have a picture of an apple here. So oh, Apple. see. It just has a picture of an apple. Tell me about There's the picture, picture of an apple. apple. We just got it's boxed. A little it's, black, t- it's a little black apple of mine. Oh, okay. that's fine. Apple Podcasts or your preferred podcatcher. It's called Think Outside the Box Set. Sounds like a lot of fun. Sounds like a hoot and a half. Sounds like a real sh- cool shindig for hip th- people. This next one, I can't tell what's going on with the for and from. I don't know if it's a secret message or just like the Maybe coolest s- name or I've s- ever seen. Somebody may have gotten confused when they were filling out sort of the metadata of the message because it says, who's this message for? And what they've put here is where, like W-H-E-R-E. Who's this message from? Where? So it's possible they saw these questions were like, where do you want me to put this data? Where do you, where do you, where is this supposed to go? Where? They did find the box. They did so, sign it. What's the message, Trev? Are you fucking done yet? <sighs> no, I. No, that's the message. Asking. Are oh. you fucking done yet? Sigh. Probably not. Keep at it, though. Books don't just make themselves. Just watch out for haunted dolls as you print. Those bastards will get you. Thanks, bros, for keeping me laughing late into the work night. You guys are the best. Hugs. Um, and they wanted that message in 2017. So some important stuff in here. A lot. Actually, they they said that their preferred time frame is whatever's latest. I mean, this message is applicable until at least 2018. So Weird. they definitely like have a, a large window I'm, here. I, I think this is a message the for themselves from themselves to encourage themselves to finish the book they're writing. I love that. A lot of people though. I don't know that book printers are some of the most like haunted buildings. Ever. Oh God, yes. We're doing the oh. the Taz graphic novel, uh, and they were like, "Do you want to come by and see the Magic of Books game printed?" And I said, "Nice try," because once I step inside, my spirit will never leave because of the grudge. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm pretty sure that only ghosts work in the print industry anymore. Hoo-yah! What does that even mean, Trav? Uh, well, uh, um, got something? What's it mean? Do you have a thing? Well, like, print is dying, I think. I don't not for know. books, I don't... bud. That's not what that means. What? Yeah, books are crushing it. Books are doing books great. Books are doing good? Yeah, but I'm yeah. pretty sure books, books are, like, are back. Books hot. are back. Wow. Hey, good job, books. Well, you can't really walk away from the thing you said. We good job, do... books. I've always been a fan. Are stacks of unread books taking over your apartment? Do you constantly miss your train stop because you're caught up in reading? I'm Bria Grant. And I'm Mallory O'Mara. We party hard. And by party hard, we mean read books. So join us every Thursday on Reading Glasses, a maximum fun podcast about reading and book culture. Get more out of your reading life. We'll help you conquer your to-be-read pile. Get out of that book slump. And squeeze more reading time into your busy day. Learn Learn how to read better. better. Wow, that was good. (laughs) Do 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 do
Whoa. Maybe Paul, maybe Paul can help out with this one. Holy fuckwad shit. shit. It's a podcast within a podcast. Um, This one is a little different from our our normal, but we want to expand the scope for the show as we head into 2018. This one is a Sweet Frog. You know no Sweet Frog? It's a frozen yogurt. I've literally never heard of it. Sweet Frog brings back Deck the Hall's Christmas spectacle. Sweet Frog frozen yogurt is going to put on a real Christmas spectacle throughout the holiday season. With a Deck the Halls benefit night, nights, plural, that's important to keep in mind, hosted by participating locations from coast to coast. Okay, so here's the promotion. And I want you to really, as I'm setting the stage for this, I want you to really like sort of envision it. Church and school choirs throughout the country have partnered with local sweet frog shops to host benefit night fundraisers. These choirs will perform all the holiday favorites to help them raise much-needed funds for local initiatives. To make these events even more special, Sweet Frog will produce a video Christmas card using a montage of local choirs performing all over the country. That video Christmas card will then be posted on all Sweet Frog social media outlets. So basically, you go in, everybody who's in the choir gets a free frozen yogurt, nice, count it, and all the sales from that night, a portion, 25% of all the sales go to uh, the um, the charity while the choir is performing. Wow, 25%. Can you imagine? All of us at Sweet Frog love this annual event that gets us in the Christmas spirit, says their CEO, Patrick Gallagher. Uh, it's a wonderful time of community fellowship as people come together to celebrate Christmas. What better way to do that than enjoying the sounds of the season sung by local choirs? We are proud to showcase great local talent and support local churches and schools while helping our Sweet Frog owners generate some serious winter foot traffic. Okay, yeah, I have two problems. The first one is, can I just eat my fucking frozen yogurt? <laughs> Please. It is, I am sad. It is the holidays. I am alone. And I came in to eat some frozen yogurt and just try to, like, fucking chill. Have you ever, ever... Been in a frozen yogurt shop, the size of which you thought, hmm, this is a place I would love to get blasted by jingle bells <laughs> being screamed at me by 40 people. Never, ever, ever, never. The. All right, then, listen. The other thing. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing is 25%. Mm, that is so nice. Let me just. Real quick, run the margins on frozen yogurt. Oh, that's right. It's 98%. (laughs) What? How kind of you? Literally take cow stuff and add some sugar and then you sell it for $100. As somebody who's worked in the yogurt industry, I can confirm Justin's Justin's math on, on this one. Um, this is also like, as somebody who's worked in the yogurt industry, Yes. The cold months are not necessarily the hottest time for a sweet frog or a a, a, a yogurt land or the country's best yogurt. And so this this feels like you're just trying to trying to get us in the trying to get us in the door. My main concern 
is that you know with the introduction of local church choirs, it ain't just gonna be jingle bells. It's there's going it's gonna get there's gonna be some Jesu in the mix. Jesu will and, come and come to so, play. And there's gotta be an there's an important separation between church and yogurt. And uh-huh. I'm worried that this is blurring the lines. So, you know what, though? Mm. I think it sounds maybe a little nice. Okay, well, here's Holly Silvius, who is of Charlestown, West Virginia. Oh, hey. Thank you. Hey, hello. Um, and Holly is going to be uh, putting on a, a, a Deck the Halls event in her store. And here's the quote. We invited a local school choir of fourth and fifth graders to perform. Mm, good. Good. Love this yogurt. <laughs> because it's kids, I'm anticipating a huge crowd, which is great. Children really shine when they have a chance to perform in front of an audience. So I want to pack the place out. We'll move tables out of the way to make more room if needed. Whoa, so wait. she's really just like in this press release kind of thinking through the logistics <laughs> of this event. And also, so, okay, so I'm just going to enjoy my frozen <laughs> Yogurt while standing with these fourth up. and fifth graders. Well, I'll stand. I'll just stand then. So I'll just stand. I pay nine dollars for this frozen yogurt, but I'll go ahead and stand in a corner. Uh, uh, could you? Uh, excuse me, little kid. Could you scoot over? I'm trying to get to the yogurt. I just please just let me get my yogurt and leave. When was the last time anybody bought yogurt and said, "Oh, I can't wait to sit down and enjoy this here at the yogurt place"? Um, as, as somebody who worked in the yogurt industry. They'll do they'll do that. And it's just it's like when you turn in a test at school and the teacher grades it right there in front of you. Cause it's like, oh boy, I hope they enjoy the work I've done there. Sometimes they'll look over at you and be like, Too much crushed up Heath bar. And I'll be like, I'm sorry, I'll do better next time. Here's your money back. Praise Jesus. <laughs> love love it. Love his stuff. I think this sounds nice. I like okay. a good carol, and I like carolers, and I don't know that this would necessarily make me want to go get cold cream in the cold, cold, harsh winter Texas months. Um, but I think it sounds sweet, and I think that Justin was mean for no, making fun of it. Let me side with Justin here, because Thank I you. think, were I unprepared for this site to await me at my frozen yogurt shop. And I open the door just wanting to grab a quick frozen treat on my way home from a hard day at the office. And I open the door, and there was, like, an army of children singing about Jesus. I don't think I'd think, ah, awesome. Now imagine instead, Travis, you walked in and there was a man dressed in Halloween clothing standing alone on a stage while you enjoyed frozen yogurt. And he opened his mouth and oh, I, I put my hand yeah. inside a toilet. Yeah. That would rule. Yeah, yeah no, that would very important. We're all, we're all very important. I mean, if we that. wanted to do a winter promotion, um, I feel like what would be dope is like, hey, this is Griffin for Sweet Frog. I've changed, I've jumped over. Like the can you hear me now guy, and I'm a traitor to the t- country's best yogurt, and there's a lot of shit you don't know about that brand. But anyway, I'm excited to announce for the cold winter months, you gotta have your frozen yogurt fixed, and that's why I've invented hot yogurt, and it's the new jam that you are just gonna love. And come, hey, get a oh baby, it's cold outside. Enjoy this hot yogurt. It's the new thing I've developed, and it burns the mouth so. <laughs> 
so bad. You have to. It'll be like an hour before you can really enjoy it. And don't put any toppings in it because the toppings will be destroyed in this molten hot yogurt, this steaming plasma of yogurt. Um, but it's better. A lot of people are serving you yogurt that has living things in it. And our yogurt is served at a temperature in oh, which no living these things These cultures thrive. will be obliterated. <laughs> there is no sort of gastrointestinal sort of benefits to be gleaned from this very, very, very hot, burning, fiery yogurt. And in fact, quite the opposite. You will regret, in, you regret consuming it. Yes, because it'll burn all your insides out. It'll burn a hole right through you. And if that don't get you, the asbestos cup is definitely not going to be good (laughs) for the health. It's made of fiberglass, basically. And it's going to get in the hot yogurt. And there's nothing. We talked to the scientists, and there's nothing we can do about it. (laughs) How about a Yahoo? Yeah, please. Merritt Palmer sent this one in. Thank you, Merritt. It's from an anonymous Yahoo user. I'm going to call him the guy from the uh, I Put My Hand Inside Toilet video asks, How many horses... Would it take to pull a horse trailer full of horses? Oh, shit. I'm so excited to get into this question with you boys, because we're going to say a bunch of dumb math stuff. But how many horses would it take to pull a horse trailer that is just chock-a-block full of horses? Wow. It it can't just be one-to-one, right? So here's the question. If, if let's here's what we need to establish first. We need to what's the word? Tear the scale a little bit. Is that how you pronounce that? Or yeah, we tear. Need, we got to tear it right. So how many horses does a horse trailer weigh? I'm going to say probably about six horses. You're saying sans horses. Empty horse trailer. I think is about okay. six horses worth of weight. Six horses. Okay. Okay. And you can probably get like a, a decent sized horse trailer, maybe five more horses in it. So that's eleven horses. Okay. 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 Can one, do you need 11 horses to pull 11 horses worth of weight? Or does the term horsepower refer to the amount of joules of force required to pull one horse against its will? Well, here's here's the question. Mm-hmm. And I think we have to remove this factor or else this will be here all day. And everyone's going to say, like, well, with wheels on it, that simple machine makes it easier. Okay, cool. Thank remove, you, yes. remove the wheel. We are in a pure logic scenario here where there is no wheel or, like, sled. Or we factor out the wheels and say the wheels will get you about two horses worth off. So now we're talking about nine horses. And that's a very – I just punched the numbers into Siri – and she told me the wheels will counteract the weight of about two horses. So now okay. it's nine horses. Do we then need nine horses pulling Santa's sleigh tonight mm-hmm. and bringing all the good boys and girls uh, gift of horses? Or is that not how any of this works? Well, let's take... Okay, Griffin, we've calculated this the, the, the weight of the trailer, right? Uh. So now let's imagine 11 horses... And each horse is riding on the back of another horse, right? So you would need one horse per horse. This is a lot, what you've just entered into the equation, which is because horse stacking. It, yeah, but you couldn't put two horses on one horse. It wouldn't fit. This yeah, is I didn't gonna even trip, think about that. This is going to trip you all out, okay? I'm here to complicate things. I did a quick Google just to provide a little science, okay? This is This is complicated, but a single... 
draft horse, I don't know what that means, can pull a load up to 8,000 pounds. What the draft, draft horse is when you get on tap instead of in a bottle. Right. Okay. So get one horse out of a bottle, it can pull 8,000 pounds. How much okay. a horse weigh? Probably about 4,000 pounds. So Travis can Google that while I'm reading okay. these facts. Okay. How much horse weigh? Don't, you don't have to say it. Don't use like your speech Google, how much just, horse weigh? Just go ahead and type Google. it. It's fine. Siri, so, how much horse weigh? So, Griffin, if I told you one draft horse can pull uh, a load up to 8,000 pounds, yep. how much would two horses be able to pull? 16,000 pounds. No. Wrong. Two draft horses can pulling I guess? together. Can I guess? And, yes. 12,000 pounds. No. Can I no. guess? Can Incorrect. I guess? Can I guess? Can I guess? Yes. 20,000 pounds of raw horse material. No, uh, that's incorrect. Can I, I guess? Think can I a... guess? Can I guess? Yeah, yeah. Forty-five thousand pounds of 45 horse. pounds. Forty-five pounds. All right, then listen. Oh, listen. Jesus what Christ. they can actually pull, and there's a lesson in this, and we're gonna find it. What they can pull working together is not sixteen thousand pounds or double. They can pull twenty-four thousand pounds. They can pull three times. Whoa. Their usual by working together holy shit think about yeah because they build up momentum every action has an equal opposite reaction except for two horses as the great law says from the ten commandments and so then we shit okay so now we got 11 horses right 11 horses worth take off the wheels that's nine horses if it's a factor of tripling every time you add another horse, then three horses can then pull. Let me run the numbers on this real quick. 72,000 pounds. The three horses only. So they're dragging like a building behind them. They can definitely, if we get 10 horses and strap them to the earth, we can counteract the rotation of the earth and destroy everything. Here is where it gets, it gets worse, guys. It gets Whoa. more complicated. Two horses... That have worked together for a long time, buddies, get good out. pals that like longtime collaborators can pull actually pull thirty two thousand pounds. What the what four the times weight as heavy as they even can pull by themselves? So now we have to factor in like partnership, the drift. Like, farm, these okay, fucking like, horses are wisdom. in the drift, and they can pull the Earth out of orbit. So you're telling me two horses. We're in a like a buddy cop scenario here. We're like two Thank horses you, at yes. first. They're both loose cannons. This horse is by the books, and this book this horse is out there trying new shit. And at first, they're maybe maybe on a good day pulling twenty two thousand pounds, right? But then they start to see within each other, like you know, we're not so different, you and I. And over the years, they just get it well enough <laughs> that suddenly they are. 8,000 pounds stronger? Ama- it's amazing. You're it's telling, but that a ton, a U.S. short ton is 2,000 pounds. You're telling me that these two horses can pull 16 tons of raw you, horse meat. 16 tons. What do you get? It's just two horses. Two horse two best horses. friends. Two best, like, Best friend horses. How do you average- as a horse owner and f- owner of the most buckwild freight company ever make these horses become best friends so that your margins on no, oats or whatever get better? No, how do you stop them? That's, this is terrifying. You can't stop, you can't stop them. Can't stop them. I you guarantee can- farmers look out of their windows and they see two horses like 
you know, kind of we gotta break each other. Up. They're gonna fucking d- destroy our house, which well, right, like, and we gotta go break that up. We can't. Okay, a an horse, ad- an adult horse. I looked this up. Siri told me an adult horse weighs between eight hundred and forty to twenty two hundred pounds. So, so let's, let's call say, it 50, let's call it sixteen as an right. average. Sixteen, sixteen hundred pounds. So if these two horses are pulling thirty two thousand pounds, and we use sixteen hundred as an average, we're talking about. Imagine looking out your window and seeing two brutal best friend horses <laughs> pulling twenty. 20- fucking horses behind them oh no it's okay guys we've got it we are longtime friends and we are going to pull all 20 of you in this trailer and then the horse is like fucking high five because they also figured out how to do that because they're best best friends now wait a minute i did not factor in what did we say six horses worth of weight in a in a usual trailer minus two for the wheels so that's 16 horses 16 horses still 16 horses that's a mate that is it is so you're telling me yes it is more cost effective for yes. two horses to pull 16 horses than to just have all 18 horses walk all right let me add one can last. i also add by the way that we have now like completely completely obliterated any value to the term horsepower because it is not it is not a i mean are they uh, you know, 400 horsepower. Is that 400 horses? 400 working? horsepower would destroy the galaxy. Yeah, are they the best Death friends? Star. Are they? Are they like? Have they worked together for a, a long time? Like, uh, there's so many factors in this horsepower. Also, why aren't we talking about this as clean energy? Because two horses, apparently, it all compounds. Just have like six horses, and you can power all of America. Why are we fucking with cars? Like, why are we even messing around with it? I'll I'll hop on. Hey, Elon, I'll hop on two horses. I'll get to San Francisco in like an hour and a half. Right? Why aren't horses pulling my goddamn car? Yeah, why are we doing engines and gas and stuff? So, if I, Griffin, am best friends with my horse, which I uh-huh. am, take real good care, make a big sweater for it with four leg holes, love my horse. If me and my horse try to pull a trailer, how much weight can we do? Because I think the horse gets the bre- the the best friend buff, uh huh, the best friend strength buff, and I obviously am. It's going to be carrying most of the weight, literally, in this situation. Does it still get the extra strength from me, the horse's best friend? How much can you pull, Griffin? Probably about forty five hundred pounds. Okay. If I really, if I re- if I'm wearing my cleats and I can really dig in there, okay. So Griffin can pull 4,500 pounds, and the horse by itself can pull 8,000. So, but it gets the best friend buff. So it gets the best friend buff. I'm gonna say you can pull eight uh, together, 18,000 pounds, and that will. I absolutely can't keep up with my best friend, the horse, and I will be obliterated by this 18,000 joules of force horse trailer. You'll be at ripped s- in half. I'll all be at destroyed. At some point, though, can't the best friend buff start to work against you? Like, if one horse is having an off day, mm-hmm. do you think there's a par- chance his partner horse, because they are such close friends, would be like, we're going to take it a little slower today? Oh, like, there are some yeah. days where it's actually worse than typical horse performance because they do want to slow it down for their friend. Or they want to enjoy – they haven't caught up for a while, so yeah. they slow it down. Like, no reason to rush, Chester. Yeah. Or you have to be careful. 
because if like if one of your horses is sick and you partner the other one with a new horse and then the sick horse sees that and he's like i thought we were best friends yeah. and like now oh good point Travis. yeah good now point. there's an issue of like well i don't want to partner with you anymore well that's what blinders are for to keep the horses from seeing when the other horses are becoming other best friends with other horses <laughs> man there's a lot that goes into this you're in the so horse trailer, a- and the horse trailer's just not moving. You're like, what the fuck's up? And then you listen to the two horses in front, and it's like, that's my wife, Derek. And it's like, oh, shit. All right. So I guess the answer to this is two. <laughs> pretty much anything you want to haul. Yeah. Two good best friend horses can pretty much do it. And that's a good lesson for us. If we all, we don't just all need to work together. We need to start working together now. So our load will steadily increase that we can haul together as a people. Then how I think oh, we could gang, do that. gang, gang, 20 mate teen stronger together. Oh, that's not bad. Holy shit. That's really good. Because that works that's, both as like romantic, but also mate in the way of like friends, but also like yeah, yeah, yeah. all working together. Yeah. I, was, oh. th- I was thinking about it platonically. 20 mate teen stronger together. We can, we, you can do, you can do a lot by yourself and you should, and you got to try. But with another person, you can pull thirty six hundred pounds. We have I like had this a lot of themes both... recently have celebrated self interest. <laughs> yeah, this one thirty 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 eighteen for the <laughs> for the year three thousand eighteen twenty eighteen. Yeah, just find a bud or several I like buds because it it's positive, but it also goes along with that like mount up, ride or die. We're all I in do... this together, fight together. I do wonder if you. We this needs a particularly large coda too, in that we're not incur like we're not trying to repopulate the earth and increase mating amongst well, its peoples. Well, what no, if we say it I with mean, like a British affectation? Mate? So every time you say it, it's got to be like twenty might teen, twenty might teen, and I don't know how we write that out. Yeah, with an umlaut. Yeah, umlaut in there. Okay, uh, folks, that is going to do it for us. Thank you so much for listening to our program. I'm ready to throw. I'm ready to throw my hat for 2018. We have. We've got to have the conversation. We can't just like leap I into. We it. were. That was it's the conversation. A whole thi- it's a whole thing that we have to do. Can, can I give you this? We, ha- we haven't even given people a chance to submit. Submit yet? How can I? Like, we can't. What about this subtitle though? 2018. Two horses can pull 32,000 pounds together if they're best friends. <laughs> okay, there's something there. Thank you for listening. Uh, uh, wanted to give uh, another plug to MBMBAM Angels, uh, which is trying to raise money to buy people in the tri-state area gifts. Here is an astounding update for you so far, but is it, and you still need to get in on this because there's still time. You can uh, send donations to donate at mbmbamangels.com. Uh, so far, through the amazing, astounding listeners of my brother my brother and me and the volunteers who are organizing this charity they have been able to purchase 23 beds four sofas three dressers a table with six chairs and there's <sighs> there are 23 kids that are not going to be sleeping on the floor because of you thank you so much um every year you, you all do this and um it honestly means the world. So uh, you can keep donating. Donate at mbmbamangels.com. We try to thank everybody, but honestly, there's not thanks enough to to be able to um, to to thank you for everything you've done on this joyous candle night season. A hundred percent of the stockings have been claimed, but you can uh, still donate. Uh, these organizations in our area are never not in need of 
uh, your generosity. So thank you so much for anything that you can do. The, the fact uh, that you that all have front. done all of this for our hometown means like more than I think we will ever be able like generosity is is good and pure and amazing. And we celebrate it in all its forms. But the fact that like, um, because our podcast listeners are so incredible, like people in our hometown are are receive this incredible gift. It, it is it is uh, it is beautiful beyond sort of description. So Thank you, all. thank you, thank you, thank you, yeah. thank you, thank you, thank you, so thank much. you. Thank um, you. thank you also to John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song. It's a departure off the album, putting the days to bed. Very good song. We're so thankful for that as well. And to Maximum Fun for having us on the network. You can go to maximumfun.org and check out all the great podcasts there. Shows like the Beef and Dairy Network and uh, Lady to Lady and, and Stop Podcasting Yourself. If you haven't been paying attention, Max Fun has added a lot of new shows in like a the last six months. A ton of new shows. Go Fact Yourself, Switchblade Sisters, Story Break. Uh, there's uh, Heat Rocks. There's all kinds of new shows on there that you need to go check out. Yeah, um, Heat Rocks is good. Y'all check out Heat yeah, Rocks. It's a, yet? It's, go, a, it's a good go, one. Check out. It's a, you have somebody on there to just tell their their jam. What's their jam? It's great. It's a great. Show. Um, also, since uh, San Francisco Sketchfest is coming up. Uh, I January fourteenth, Schmanners is going to be there. Me and my wife Teresa do a show called Schmanners. Uh, we are going to be performing January fourteenth at Sketchfest. Uh, and if you've never been to San Francisco Sketchfest, it's amazing. It's like in one weekend you can see more shows than you would see like all year. It's incredible. Uh, and you can find that at sfsketchfest.com. Um, and also, Schmanners is going to be on the Joko Cruise, uh, and I think there's still a few cabins available um, if you want to come out and hang out on a boat for a week and see some awesome performers and hang out with awesome people. You can find out about that at jococruise.com, J-O-C-O cruise.com. Uh, y'all want that final? Hit me. It was sent in by Brig Woltgen. Fantastic name. Thank you, Brig. It's Yahoo Answers. It's another anonymous user. I'm going to call this one also the guy from the I Put My Hands Out Toilet video. Asks, if I get my life saved by a frog, will I turn into a frog? <laughs> <laughs> my name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been My Brother, My Brother, and Me. Kiss your dad square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. I'm Allegra Ringo. And I'm Renee Colbert. And we host a podcast called Can I Pet Your Dog? Renee, can I tell you about a dog I met this week? Uh, I wish that you would. In turn, though, can I tell you about a dog hero? May I tell you about a dog breed in a segment I like to call Mutt Minute? (laughs) I would love that. Could we maybe talk about some dog tech? Could we have some cool guests on, like Lin-Manuel Miranda, Nicole Byer, and Ann Wheaton? I mean... Yeah, absolutely. I'm in. You're on board. What do you say we uh, we do all of this and put it into a podcast? Yeah, okay. You think? <laughs> all right. Uh, should we call it like I don't know? Can I pet your dog? Sure. All right. Uh, what do you What do you say we put it on every Tuesday on Maximum Fun or on iTunes? Sounds, Sounds good to me. <laughs> Meeting's over.